Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit. to take that off there <laughs> all right all right good we're set up huh i already started, I already started recording Whew. i know it how's it going uh it's going good <laughs> it's going good man it's uh yeah busy yes busy week and it's been a crazy week. i know it's been crazy for both of us i mean uh it's just been i know for me work-wise it's been crazy insane just they they changed up our areas that we work in, and uh, I have been getting work and orders nonstop, and uh, which is a good thing. Um, it, it helps me learn and memorize stuff a little bit better. So, but it's good, man. Work's going good. Yeah. Everything is great. No complaints on this end. Good deal. Well, if you're just tuning in, welcome back to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We've been trying to do this. We have to apologize right now for getting this out a little late. We've been just so busy with work and family and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just been, it's been crazy. I hope, uh, do you have a good Halloween? Yeah, it was good. We just stayed at home around the house and uh, we probably had, I would say, six trick-or-treaters. Um, you know, we live in a small country town and nice. we just don't get a whole lot of kids. Uh, but, you know, it was nice. We watched some scary movies and uh had dinner and dessert and it was good what'd y'all do no we we went we obviously went trick-or-treating and uh took the kids out it was good i wanted to wish everybody a late happy halloween i am terrible by the way at remembering when we do these podcasts beforehand um (laughs) the the holidays I'm, i'm terrible at remembering that stuff so um yeah i should have and and before I get criticized on this, Marshall, you know, uh, we talked about this earlier. It's, you know, Halloween is not necessarily uh, it maybe it used to be a pagan holiday at one point. But nowadays, uh, no such thing. It's just it is that one excuse that you have to actually get out there with your family for at least a night, take take off of work early, get your kids dressed in some uh, cute costumes or whatever it is, and and just spend some time with the family out walking around. So something that most people don't normally do; they're just too busy. Who mm-hmm. really goes out on a walk by themselves all the time? So yeah, you know what what is it now? What is the kids asked us while we were. Um, Oh, trick or treating! We're driving them around and everything. They're like, "Oh, what is?" Because uh, we we're always telling them the meanings of what's the meaning of Thanksgiving, what's the meaning of Christmas. Well, of course, we know we know what those meanings are for. And then they're like, "What's the meaning of Halloween?" I was like, "Boys and Savannah, it's just about candy, spending time together, dressing up funny, and getting candy. That's all that's about." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Get but out and have a good time. There are some evil costumes out there, but you know, hey, hey, you know, and and some 
some adults, I guess it is kind of silly if, if you're an adult trick or treating, I, you know, <laughs> I, we are, <laughs> we don't have to trick or treat. There is no way that I have to trick or treat ever because I've got five kids. And while we're on the topic of candy, Marshall, we came home with 28 pounds wow. of candy. Wow, twenty eight. That's gonna pounds. that's gonna run up. That's gonna last you a good year. Yeah, yeah. Well, and of course, the whole time, you know. So we're we're not only walking, but we're uh, driving around in the van and everything like that. So these yeah. kids are gorging themselves on candy. And of course, <laughs> you know, let the kids be. Kids like candy. Heck, mm-hmm. I like candy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so uh, we. We we're doing that, but Hunter was just getting off of uh, being sick for a few days. He got that. I don't know if it's going around down by you, but he got that little flu bug and everything like that. But mm. um, that's besides the point. We get him home after after trick or treating that night, and he had had some Gatorade and obviously ate way too much candy on that little belly of his. That still obviously was <laughs> not completely better, and uh, we're putting him to bed. And he starts complaining about his stomach hurting. I was like, nope, come here. I found the bucket that he had been puking in. And I was like, <laughs> I started moving it towards his mouth. I was like, do you need to, do you need to throw up? And so I have my hand on his back. I was like, do you need to throw up? And he's like, he didn't say anything. He just pukes everything that he had ate that night. <laughs> it's like, oh man. I was like, are you, are you, are you better now? You good? Yeah, I'm good. And then he goes to bed, slept all night. I bet he so, felt much better after that. You can't have too much candy. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, other than that, let's see. We had, you know, here's something kind of off topic, Marshall. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever wondered, you know, it kind of, so how long ago was that? Oh, it had to have been a couple weeks ago, several weeks ago. We had gotten on the topic of cows peeing. For some reason, I don't know, you know, kids the way they are. And you and your kids so, got on that topic. I'm out, <laughs> right? I'm out driving today, and uh, I swear to you, I saw a cow. Uh, you know, it was a, probably a steer lifting his leg, and it looked like he was peeing. But he looked like he was peeing yeah. like a like a male dog pees on you know pees right. on a tree or something yeah. like that. And I was like. Huh, I swear I saw a cow peeing like because the kids that was the question that the kids were uh, asking was do cows pee like dogs? And you know, they yeah. do them like boy cows have to lift their leg to pee. And I was like, right. I just think they stand there and pee. Yeah, generally that's how it works. They stand yeah. there and do their thing. I, yeah, but I think this one just was wanting to be a dog. Maybe so. Maybe it's around them cow dogs too much. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> No, it was a good weekend. It's uh, It's been a pretty decent week. We've uh, yet taken on another project and moving <clears throat> kids around rooms and everything like that. And So the house is a disaster again, but we'll get that in order uh, sooner than later, I suppose. But Maybe. Good deal. Yeah. It started <laughs> snowing here. Wow. There's, there's one to three inches of snow uh, forecasted again for tonight. So No kidding. We've got some rain coming, uh, yeah. possibly tonight into yeah. tomorrow and Saturday, but no snow. It's been in the seventies uh, here, so uh, it's which is beautiful weather, but definitely no snow yet. Yeah, no, I find myself 
uh, I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about uh, down in Florida and stuff. I was like, oh man, I wish I could stand a beach vacation right now. We're just getting into winter. Yeah, you know, uh, Kelsey, my wife, and I were talking about um, going somewhere for Christmas this year just to get away from town and get out of town. And so we wanted to go back to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, but that's a 14-hour drive one way for us. That's a bit far um, to drive. So I started looking mm-hmm. maybe six, you know, maybe six hours away, you know, about half that. So I was looking at Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, nice little town, you know, there's oh, a little sweet. bit to do. Yeah. Just a yeah. place to get away and relax, you know, give each other a gift or so, and then just relax. Nothing, nothing special, you know, as far as Christmas goes, gifts and stuff, but just to get away. So I think we may do something like that, uh, this December. <laughs> yeah. Cause Lord knows you ain't got any place else within that six hour range that you can really, uh, get away. That's kind of relaxing. I mean, what do you got in one direction? You've got uh, Western Texas, which that's a yeah. whole bunch of nothingness, unless you want to like take a bath in in the oil fields or something, you know. And sand, yeah. And then what do you got north of you? Yeah, <laughs> Oklahoma. Well, mm-hmm. there's really uh, I I don't really know as far as as far as like little getaways, weekend getaways. I don't really know what's there. Yeah, Hot Springs sounds like. I guess you could go to Louisiana. Yeah, there's Louisiana out east. Uh, you can go to Texarkana, hit Lu- or hit uh, Arkansas from there, and you got Oklahoma up above. There's a- Oklahoma does have some nice places to go to, um, uh, some nice little towns. You get in the certain parts of Oklahoma, it is kind of hilly, like the Ozarks, um, and uh, some really pretty lakes mm-hmm. around there. But you go west out of Texas, you hit New Mexico, and um, there's actually certain parts of New Mexico are really pretty. If you go over to like Cloudcroft and Alamogordo where the white sands are and stuff. It's kind of neat around there. Um, but we're just looking mm. for more, um, looking for more, just something kind of mountainish, you know, and the closest we can go to get some sort of a mountain yeah. is, is Arkansas, uh, with a lot of woods <laughs> and stuff. So that's, <laughs> I like y'all where you are, you're, well, you, you know, you guys are surrounded by mountains, so real mountains. <laughs> yeah. We just step out our, I wish I could say you just step out our back door, but pretty much you do. I mean, you're, you're in the mountains in 30 minutes. So yeah, not too bad. No, not at all. That'll be nice. I've I've been to hot springs, did some work in hot springs back when I was younger. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ashley's been wanting to go to, uh, that, what is that? That diamond, that diamond mine down there where you can go dig your own diamonds. Where at? Somewhere in Arkansas. Really? It's somewhere in Arkansas. It's um yeah, Diamond National Park or something like that. I, I don't know. Interesting. I yeah. I yeah, it's like Crater Diamonds. Maybe I'm getting things in Idaho here mixed up with uh <laughs> but no, I, I know for a fact that you can go and dig your own uh um diamonds in Arkansas and she wants to do that and we've been through that area several times but it's it hasn't the, the times that we've been through there it hasn't ever been open so or right, yeah. you know it's been closed or we're going through it at the wrong time or whatever you know but mm-hmm. yeah it'd be a good little getaway yeah yeah it would something different needed a change of scenery all we have around here where we are is just yeah. sort of flat land and mesquite trees and uh it's not very pretty so well, you know, and that's what kind of drew me away. Uh, I always wanted to go to, I always wanted to move to Texas. And then I started, 
I guess I've I'd always visited there. I, I spent a lot of time in Texas, as you know. Yeah. And uh, the more I got to going there and actually looking at it as a prospective place to live, I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know. It doesn't have enough trees for me. It doesn't have enough hills for me. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really have to. You know, you can go to East Texas and get into like the Piney Woods, uh, which it, it's pretty out there. And you can go down to, you know, kind of the Rolling Plains. You know, a little bit further south. Um, there are some pretty places. Don't get me wrong, but um, just not as pretty as the woods. That's that's why you know eventually I think Kelsey and I eventually want to move to Tennessee or you know somewhere where there's mountains and woods. Idaho, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the 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 two the two spots we've we've tossed around are uh, Tennessee and Idaho, but um, who knows? That's that's uh, several years down the road, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, Tennessee Tennessee's beautiful too. Lived there as well. Yeah, you did. So. <clears throat> I've been everywhere. I'm a Johnny. We're a Johnny Cash song. You really are. Y'all y'all have done some traveling and y'all seen some places. Or and... no, wait, no, 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 no. Ah, dang it, that's not Johnny Cash. What the heck? Am who I sings thinking? that? I'm not thinking right. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Yeah, that is Johnny Cash. <laughs> is it, I, I, that's what is I it, Hold on a second. Hold on. You got to look it up. <laughs> I thought that was a John. I got to look that up. Hold on a second here. I could be wrong, but hold on. I got to find a tab that I'm not using here. <laughs> I've been. Ev- yep. Johnny Cash. It is Johnny Cash. Okay. That's well, good. You can't get any better than that. At least I still know my. At least I still know my music. <laughs> you're, you're you're not too far gone, Aaron. You you have some hope. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not he, lately. You know, I've switched. If I'm not listening to, if I'm not listening to different podcasts, I'm not, yeah. the music that I do listen to are these new up and coming artists. You know, such as you know we featured them on here, the, the Zach Tindles, the Anthony Morris's, the. Uh, you know, Jamie Rowe, he's mm-hmm. with, uh, he's as a band, Calamity Kills. So anyway, all that stuff, I'm listening to all these new new people coming up, looking right. for, like, can we, what are we going to get their song on the podcast or what are we going to do? And I, you know, most of it's stuff that I kind of dig, you know? Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's great music. And, you know, while I'm working, you know, you yourself, you, you're able to drive around all day and, and, uh, you kind of just, you get to do what you want, which is really nice. You have that freedom. Uh, I'm stuck in an office now. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuck in an office now. And I, if, if I listen to anything, it's usually music because music doesn't require any of my attention to focus. Um, if I have a podcast on, my mm-hmm. friend wants to go to the podcast, like so actually listen and learn something, but I can't because with what I'm doing, that requires my full attention, at least for me anyway. I can't, when it comes to my job, I can't, uh, I can't multitask. Yeah, you're one of those ADDers, aren't you? Oh, bad, real bad. <laughs> no, actually, I know for a fact. I know for a fact that you are that you do have suffer from ADD. So <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> I used to be on medication when I was a kid, back in the day. Yeah. So well, heck, all right. So let's let's get into this. We left off last time in Luke chapter one. We didn't make it all the way through chapter one, and I want to kind of get to that conclusion and uh, not necessarily, I don't necessarily want to, I think we can finish up chapter one, not necessarily get into chapter two quite yet, yeah. but so we've, we, we left off 
to be leaving. Mary is visiting. Okay. Oh, Mary. Mary yeah, Elizabeth. Mary's visiting Elizabeth. Gotcha. Yeah, she's uh, she's come to see Elizabeth. Both of them are now uh, pregnant. Elizabeth is six months along, and um, she Mary's walked into Elizabeth's house, and just at the the voice of Mary greeting Elizabeth, has made John the Baptist uh, leap for joy in her womb, in Elizabeth's womb. So yep. that's yep. where we are. We're picking up around uh, verse forty six. I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going to read verse 46. I'm going to leave that to anybody listening, Marshall, that uh, they can go and read it. But okay. we, I do kind of want to explain it. And so the, mag, it's, the, the title in, of it is the Magnificent or Magnificat, however you pronounce that. It is a, um, it's Mary praising, pretty much she goes into this, uh, this whole stint uh, on praising the Lord. For what's happened to her. Okay. Let me see here. It's a, um, it's a, okay. So what it is, is it's a song of praise to the Lord for, for being, for being chosen as, as the mother of the son of God. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you can go, you can go read through it. Um, We'll highlight some stuff. It, It starts off by saying my soul magnifies and exalts the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we can, from, from this passage here, 46 verse 46 through 55, we can, we can gather that just by, from what she said, we can gather that she is, uh, she knew the scriptures mm-hmm. just, just based on that. She was, she knew the scriptures and, um, and and they come out through this song. Uh, let's see here. So when we back up and we look here, my spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. So I want to touch on that. So she's what she's where she's going there is she's um, acknowledging the fact that she comes from she's she is not she's a normal person just like the rest of us. You know, just mm-hmm. like she she's just as sinful as the rest of us there's nothing there's nothing necessarily about her that should be kind of glorified or um oh what's the word i'm looking for marshall i'm trying to think i'm drawing a blank reverent make her um she's special in the fact that she was chosen by god to carry right uh jesus in mm-hmm. her womb right that other than that, she's just another sinful human being like the rest of us. And then, and that's what she is when she said, my spirit has rejoiced in God, uh, my savior mm-hmm. is pretty much what she's saying in that, in that verse is that she wasn't necessarily kept free from all sin. She still made mistakes. Right. And so I guess that's, that is the point of the whole matter. We won't spend too much time on that. The uh, the whole point of the song is it's showing uh, her trust and the goodness of God is what that is. So now yeah, let's I, let's move on to what. Well, go ahead, Marshall. I was gonna say it's just it's really kind of showing her humility as well, you know, and uh, yeah, and just her, her her gratefulness. But anyway, go ahead. Well, and that's why we. That's why we do this together is because of course I wasn't I wasn't conveying that just right. <laughs> Sometimes I can't come up with the words, you know. No, you're good. You're good. <clears throat> so now, you know, 
So here's, but the funny thing is, so she uh, envisioned this. So she's at Elizabeth's house and she walks in. Uh, wouldn't that, isn't that kind of funny? Like, is this, is this really, they call it a song of praise. Was it a song or was it like, if I came to your house, Hey Marshall. And then I broke into like, after our <laughs> greetings to one another, I broke into song. How, I mean, but that doesn't, how, how does that, uh, it'd be kind of weird wouldn't it well this this day and age i'd be kind of cut so it kind off of makes and... me wonder why <laughs> yeah was that was that a normal practice for people to like to break into song i guess back then maybe so or maybe just because of what they were both going through and what they were what was happening to them maybe that's that's why or heck maybe uh maybe yeah, it's cause... because back in, in in previous scripture when um who I can't remember who it was that didn't uh, trust. Uh, was it didn't trust? Uh, was it the, which angel was it? What are you talking? About? Are you talking? Was it Gabriel when he came down and was talking Gabriel? to? Was it was it Zechariah? Zechariah, yeah. When 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 the angel came down and was talking to Zechariah, yeah, because we're gonna. He didn't trust him and stuff, and and since he didn't trust him, he made it to where he couldn't speak during the whole time that she was pregnant. Well, maybe that's. The women knew that, and so they were just because they knew they were given praise, and maybe that's why they were they were doing that because they knew if they did, if they maybe if they questioned it themselves, right. maybe they would suffer some sort of consequence. I don't really know. Or maybe maybe it is maybe it is called a song of praise simply just because, um, or a song. Uh, maybe it'd be like me coming to you, and um, you know, with good news. It's like. Oh, hey, you know, I you got a new job. Oh, let's take jobs. Okay, you got a new job. I got a new job. And I we I come into your house and it's like, hey, you know, and we're just like, oh, yeah, this job is so great. You know, it's so right. awesome. It uh, it allows me to do this and it allows me to do that. And I have all this free time now and I don't have to work nights. And you're, it, you know, I'm sure it was something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm glad you brought up Zacharias though, because we didn't in our little recap we didn't um, we didn't cover that. So yes, Zacharias has been muted, and we're going to bring that full circle tonight as we uh, progress through the rest of chapter one. So mm-hmm. that's it's good for, of you to have brought that up. So after this whole um, interaction here with with Mary, she she stayed with Elizabeth for three months and then returned home. So, because I, I guess it was, uh, it it was quite the journey for her to get there. So, of course, she had to make it worth her while. I guess you know. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that they were very close together. I think it. I, I think it took time to actually get to where to where Elizabeth was. Yeah, and and not only that, I mean, back then you're either traveling by, uh, you know, foot. mule, mule, or foot. You know, or donkey or something like that. Camels. camels. Did did they have camels back then? Surely they did. I would think so. I would Surely. think so. I mean, especially in that area. Everything in the yeah, everything nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Heck, there was a there was a cow. Uh, well, I mean, of course. Um, everything nowadays at Christmas time is portrayed with a camel in the in the manger. You yeah. know, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I think so. Besides the point. Anyway, so 
So, Elizabeth, so, <laughs> so yeah, Mary goes home after three months. There, we'll leave it there. And so, here we are in verse, starting off in verse 57. Uh, the time has come for Elizabeth to give birth, and uh, she gave birth to a son. And so, her neighbors heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. Okay, so during this time, during this, uh, she brought forth a son as as promised. It was fulfilled uh, as God had said it was going to happen. Okay, the custom of the time that they're that they're living in is when the birth was announced. Not necessarily. Let's back up here. So when the time came for a woman to have uh, to ha- give birth, uh, the local residents. Uh, you know, local friend, friends and musicians would show up at the house or the wherever they were having the baby. And so I, I had stumbled across this when I was studying this chapter one. And I want to I want to read this little uh, thing. William Barclay. I, I don't know. I, I just um, found it online. He relates the custom of the time when the time of the birth was near at hand. Friends and local mus- musicians gathered near the house. When the birth was announced and it and it was a boy, the musicians broke into song. All right. Now here, this is where I, this, this is where the, it's kind of kind of funny um, and sad all at the same time. The, um, so when it was a boy, the musicians broke into song and there was a universal congratulation and rejoicing. If it was a girl, the musicians went silently and regretfully away. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. Why couldn't they celebrate a girl? I mean, of course, the the guys, being that the custom of the time would have been, you wanted that air. But right. all of it is worth rejoicing over. I would assume it's <laughs> instead of it, it's almost just a little slap in the face for the musicians to be like, oh, all right, I'm not. We're not playing this. Everybody, just stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Let's go home. It's a girl. Yeah. pack up the horns pack up the piano we're, we're, we're heading home <laughs> it's it, it's like that it's like that quintessential uh um point in the movie where like the band starts playing then it's like <laughs> you, you know where the the band starts you know the bands strike up the band then it just kind of fades out and just right. dies and it's like <laughs> oh it's a girl all right yep. pack it up let's go <laughs> What a de- what a like a what a uh, depressing it's kind of a depressing moment. <laughs> it you know and we're not we're not making fun of the Bible. It's just um, silly things that in our culture nowadays it, it sounds it sounds silly to us. But this is just the way the custom was at the time. I'm not making fun of it. You just there's certain little things that you find funny when you're actually digging into the different history that's within the Bible. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw that disclaimer out there. We're not necessarily making fun of it, but it is, you kind of got to laugh at it a little bit. Well, you know, I think people forget that people in the Bible were people. They were human, just like you and I, and they had a sense of humor and they were funny and, you know, they're, they're just like us. So, you know, it may be a different type of humor back then, but, you know, it's easy for us to look back 
and we'll, to look into the Bible and read these situations that are happening throughout the Bible. And some of it to us is comical now because of how they did things or what they said or just their way of life. And so it's kind of funny. It's definitely not a bad thing. Uh, and some of it is meant to be funny, I think. I mean, God has a sense of humor. so He does. <laughs> he sure does, you know. I mean, he made us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it is... Their customs were there some you know, we I think we can all agree that some of their customs were a little silly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and that's okay. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with that. You no. know, it just They would probably think the same way. So about anyway, us. here here we are. I I most certainly they probably still do. Yeah. So So moving on, it happened uh on the so the neighbors heard of this. The Lord had shown great mercy toward her, and they were rejoicing with her. So everybody was partying, partying hard, happy. John the Baptist was finally here, as promised by God, mm-hmm. and uh, here it is. So 59 goes on to say, It happened that on the eighth day they came to circumcise a child as required by law, and they uh, and they intended to name him Zacharias after his father. We have a few things to cover here. First, the eighth day. Why? And there, these questions arise a lot. And I, I've seen it firsthand um, because two of my children have been born with a midwife um, at home. They were both home births. So the reason for the eighth day is because that's when the highest presence of the clotting factor vitamin k is all that all those levels are at the highest point so when they go to circumcise the child the male that um it'll actually heal properly now tell me that god didn't know what he was doing when he established this old covenant law in saying when he established this this circumcision that it had to be on the eighth day mm-hmm. think about that yeah you know of course, he made us. He knows what, uh, how our bodies work, yeah. and so that's why this had to be followed the way it was. And that's why, that's why that was uh, why circumcision was done on uh, the eighth day. Yep. Now, as customary for the time, the male child was always. Uh, oh, I, I guess I'd be wrong to say they was they were always because in this case come to find out they it wasn't but it was custom to name the the first male child after the father mm-hmm. correct marshall yeah yeah that's what i was just reading forward it, it, yeah that's right but of course they they knew they had instructions uh right directly from god to name them something different but it was custom which is why um it, it can get confusing reading through the bible that why there's so many people with the same name, you know, you got, mm-hmm. you, how many Johns do you have and how many, you know, that, you know, it, it gets, it can get confusing. How confusing would that have been during that time? Do you think to, <laughs> for people to have <laughs> the same name? Well, imagine if they were all together at the same time. <laughs> hey, John, huh? <laughs> like like right? 10 people, 20 people. John, around. huh? What? John. <laughs> John, 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 you know, John, son of who? John, son of who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, so it happened on the eighth day. They came, they came to circumcise, obviously, um, probably some sort of physician at the time, a doctor, I would assume. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure it wasn't just some, hey, we'll use John for that example. Hey, John, would you, neighbor John, would you come over and hack this piece of flesh off here real quick? I, you know, so I guess we can assume that it's, <laughs> that, that it's some sort of physician, maybe. Um, and they intended to name him Zacharias after his father. They who? Yeah, well, it's not it's not up to you. <laughs> well, because we know mom and dad didn't intend to name him Zachary. So who who does the naming of the baby? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. So anyway, yeah, it, stuff you wonder when you get to reading this. It's like they intended. Now, you know, I would have thought that Zacharias and Elizabeth would have been the ones that intended to name of the name John who named John John, you know. Mm-hmm. So, OK, so uh, but his mother, Elizabeth, answered, no, indeed. And in, instead, he will be called John. And they said to her, none of your relatives is called by that name. Well, you know, so, of course, that's confusing because normally custom would be that. Um, so here's another, here's another comical, uh, passage. Then they made signs to his father as to what he wanted him called. So they made signs to Zacharias like he was, like he was deaf. He he wasn't deaf. He was just muted. He couldn't talk, but the guy could still hear. And so, here they are, here they are making sign language to him. You yeah, know. it's like they're doing sign language to him, you which know, is a little bit of comic relief. Yeah, which is interesting because clearly I wouldn't think he would know sign language or that he learned it that fast. I mean, maybe he did. He had nine months to 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 figure something out, but I or maybe they were just doing like, you know, weird, you know, hand signals or something to I don't know. That's that's or 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 was it how do you how do you think you would ask somebody with your hands? Um what do you want to name your baby? How do you how do you make how do you make those signs, baby? And you like and of course this isn't a video podcast, but I'm kind of holding up a baby, and it's like baby, and then like a shrug shoulder, like what do I name? How do how do you how do you signal name and signs? But you know, going back on a on a serious note. Uh, he did when he came out of the temple, Zacharias, it says that he made signs. If we kind of back up and look uh, earlier in chapter one, let's see here. Um, waiting for Zacharias. So this is back uh, verse 21. Um, he was unable to verse 22. He, uh, they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple and he kept making signs to them and remained mute. So maybe they thought, that since he made signs to him when he came out of the temple that he couldn't hear or speak. I don't know. That's the serious side of it. Maybe. I guess that validates why they would make uh, signs to him as to what to name him. But he wasn't deaf. He was just muted. He yeah. couldn't talk. So, so he asks for, uh, he asked for a writing tablet and wrote as follows. His name is John. And they were all astonished. You know, you, you want to name him? What? And so, but because of that, because he followed our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Marshall? Of course, I'm always asking you this. Come up with a word. What did he do? He obeyed God's command. Yeah. But he could have very well disobeyed God and kept with the custom 
because of course they were going to um, follow what Zacharias wanted over um, even Elizabeth as of course custom, you know? And so when he says, let's name him John, uh, this is where the next miracle happens is that all at once Zacharias's mouth was opened and his tongue freed and he began speaking and praising. So what was the first thing he did when he was able to speak? Praise God. Praise God. And you think that's, um, he finally, it finally humbled him being muted that long, uh, humbled him. And he realized his, um, disbelief, you know, mm-hmm. enough. So that when he finally was able to speak that he, uh, what did he, what was the first thing he did? He, Praise God. He started to show faith. I mean, really, he was showing faith in God that what God had yeah. planned, he was trusting in him instead of being so unsure and like, I don't know about all that. Well, and I'm sure he learned his lesson too. I'm sure he was like, okay, well, the last time I didn't trust God, I was muted for nine months. So <laughs> eh, maybe I shouldn't do that again. <laughs> yep. So, We'll finish this. We'll finish this little section out real quick. So he he his tongue is freed now, and then fear came over all their neighbors, and all the these things were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things kept them in mind, saying, "What then will this little boy turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was certainly with him to bring about his birth." I don't know necessarily. I, I didn't really do that deep a dive into what this uh, word then fear came. Was it, was it a scared fear or was it like a reverent fear? You know, was it, um, you know, it's like, you can't think that they all just went screaming out of the house. Like, Oh, he can talk. He, you know, he wants to, and then, and then they just ran off, you know? So it, it, there's got to be a different, um, it was a different type of fear because they more of like a, uh, maybe it was more of like an interesting fear. Like, because they, they go on to say, um, what then will this little boy turn out to be? So they obviously recognized the power of God in that moment. Mm -hmm. Would that be a, a, a right assumption? Yeah, I think so. So, you know, like Mary, not like Mary, but here's, you know, we, we move on to now Zacharias is, is going to be filled with the Holy Spirit and empowered by him. Now, get this here. So I've heard this. I've heard this recently. And of course, um, I track with it. You know, I believe in it that the there's the father. He's real. He's a person. It's him. You, you can refer to God as him, the Father, God the Father. Jesus, also a real person, him, you know, and the Holy Spirit, not it, you, okay, um, him. You, and that's like, that's one of the instances throughout the Bible that you see the Holy Spirit referenced as him. The Holy Spirit is he. Mm-hmm. They are all three in one, mm-hmm. and... The Holy Spirit is not some inanimate object. It's not a, uh, and I keep saying it, he. The Holy Spirit is he, is a, uh, is, is all part of the, the Trinity, you know, mm-hmm. is all part of, uh, is a person. So we can refer to the Holy Spirit as, as he. Yep. So empowered by him, and he prophesied saying, 
and it goes on. So here's something to important to note that the voice, and I, I came upon this in 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 the study that the 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 Lord has been silent for 400 years up until this point. So they hadn't heard, um, the Jews hadn't heard any other the 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 prophecies had been you know the prophets had been silent for 400 years you know the lord hadn't uh, ah, maybe i'm not saying it right but it, it there'd been a 400 year stint there where there wasn't any other wasn't any prophecy there wasn't any um direction necessarily from the lord at that time I is that mhm you, you tracking marshall yep oh yeah i'm following you i'm picking up what you're dropping yeah <laughs> right and so, so now, you know, 400 years, you know, you can imagine that this kind of played into some of the, that's a lot of generations that had gone by. Now this, this generation that's, that is seeing John the Baptist, he's going to come before Jesus. And now Jesus, you kind of, you can kind of see where it was hard to get their minds wrapped around, um, God in the flesh, mm-hmm. you know, and what John was going to go, uh, go before and, and preach about. Yeah. So, so now here, um, through Zacharias, God is going to speak again and it's all going to be connected to the, it, he's going to be talking about Jesus and what he's going to be doing on this earth. Okay. So 68, Blessed, praised, and glorified be the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited us and brought redemption to his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation, a mighty and valiant Savior for us in the house of David, his servant, just as he had promised by the mouth of his holy prophets from the most ancient times, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy as he promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the promised blessing. The oath which he swore to Abraham our father to grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness being set apart, and righteous, which is being upright, before him in all of our days. And you, child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord, the Messiah, to prepare his ways. So he's he's what he's doing in this is first he starts out by praising the Lord, okay, and then this the the use of the word horn of salvation is insinuating Jesus is the horn of salvation. Jesus is the one who saves us from our enemies, and Jesus is the one to perform the mercy promised to our fathers. He's 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 pretty much saying that he, he's he's going through everything that Jesus is going to do on this earth. It says here, in, in what I was reading, that Zacharias didn't even know Jesus yet, but he praised him, he loved him, and he was passionate about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We, we know so much more about Jesus than Zacharias did, so what can excuse the coldness of our hearts? Is it, that's just something that I was reading from um, part of the research I did when we were I was looking at finish we were looking at finishing this up um you know i like going back just a little bit to the beginning at 
67 through 79. I've got a little, like I've always do here, guys. And Aaron is at the bottom of my Bible. I've got a nice <laughs> explanation. But it says 163, okay. 67 through 79. It says, Zechariah praised God with his first words after months of silence in a song that is often called the Benedictus after the first words in the Latin translation of this passage. Zechariah prophesied the coming of a savior who would redeem his people and predicted that his son, John, would prepare the Messiah's way. All the Old Testament prophecies were coming true. No wonder Zechariah praised God. The Messiah would come in Zechariah's lifetime and his son had been chosen to pave the way. So I thought that really just kind of broke down a little bit of that. Which, well, and, and doing what you doing what you do. Okay, I'm sorry, Marshall. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. I'm done. <laughs> and, you know, I was just looking. I, I was reading there while you were reading your sub notes. And because um, I was I, I was thinking when we were talking about the um, the horn of salvation um, where he where he brought up and he was raised up and he has raised up a horn of salvation, a mighty and valiant saver savior for us. So I, I was think while I read that, I was thinking, I was like, man, what did I read about the about a horn? being a symbol of power. And yes, it, it it's in the sub notes down here in the study Bible is the horn of an ox is a symbol of power. Hmm. So that can guy that can kind of back up the fact that, that he's referring to Jesus and at, at being a symbol, he is power, you know, mm-hmm. he is yeah. the horn of salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he even goes on to say here, um, after that, in verse 77, to give his people the knowledge of salvation. And here, this is him talking about Jesus, by the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, with which the sunrise, the Messiah, from on high, will dawn and visit us. He's, he, you can see he's, it's pretty, it's pretty clear that he's talking about Jesus, at least yeah. Yeah, towards the end of that. I mean, he's he, he's kind of gone back and forth. He's he's giving glory to God, and then he's talking about, and then he's praising. He's showing that he's grateful for his son John uh, being born, and then he goes back to talking, uh, prophesying about what Jesus is going to do. He's going to he's coming to forgive our sins. Yeah, you know, and I really like this too to guide our feet in a straight line into the way of peace and serenity. Because that's what Jesus does for us, he he makes our path straight. Mm-hmm. And so here, as we finish up, you know, and the book of uh, the book of Luke, some of the other gospels go into. Uh, he's going to stop and just like briefly touch on uh, John the Baptist and the way he lived. The ch- the child continued to grow and to become strong in spirit. And he lived in the deserts until the day of his public appearance to Israel as John the Baptist, the forerunner of the Messiah. See, he he just briefly touches on that, where there's other Gospels, if you go back and read, um, that kind of pick up where that leaves off, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to know, if you want to know more about um, kind of John the Baptist and what how he lived, because it, it, he is kind of interesting um, individual. He, you know, he survived off of on 
bugs <laughs> out yeah, in, the in the desert. desert. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, he lived in the desert. Yeah. I mean, he he basically um, lived nomadic. He he was nomadic, you know, which is kind of uh, funny because that's exactly what Jesus did too when he yeah when he was here. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, but that that finishes up uh, Luke chapter one for us, though, Marshall. That was good. I really enjoyed that. You know, at the end of this, I was just thinking, it just came to my mind. I was like, imagine being John. Okay. Not only are you like his cousin, the cousin of Jesus, but um, Mm -hmm. you're preparing the way for God to come in the form of man on earth. Yeah. I mean, imagine how hard that had to be to stay humble. Um, I think myself, if it were me in that position, I think I would have a hard time staying humble. I think I'd be like, yeah, that's right. I was chosen. <laughs> you know, I mean, you struggle with yeah. your flesh. Or how nervous would you be? You think he was, you think John the Baptist was ever nervous about, um, I, I would be a nervous, stinking wreck knowing that if uh, here I am tasked with paving the way and trying to, um, trying to share be the that initial one to share the messiah is coming yeah you know the savior of the world is coming and all that weight rests on your shoulders you know mm-hmm. he you know from what we've read in in the gospels that he obviously he was very bold oh yeah you know john the baptist was yeah he's very in your face but <laughs> yeah you got to think you got to think as a human that there had to be at some point a just a little nervousness, not disbelief, not um, just nervous. I mean, you know yeah. how you get. You're oh, still yeah. confident, but you're 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 just nervous. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep, I agree. So, all right, man. Well, I think we'll call that a wrap. What do you say? I say that's a good idea. That's a wrap. Right. All right. Well, heck, I don't know what song I'm putting on the end of this, but I hope that whatever song I put on the end of this, uh, you guys go and check them out. I'll put the link in the description, of course, as yeah. usual. And uh, just show any anybody that anybody that we put on the end of our podcast, any of these uh, talented musician, talented artists, uh, singer, songwriters, whatever it may be, that I just please go and show them some support. And um, just as much support as you guys show us here on Undaunted Pursuit, check them out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go go out there and support those guys. That's a that's a tough thing yeah. as as a, as as a musician to when you're when you're getting started, no matter what genre you're in, uh, getting started as a musician is a very very difficult path to go down. Um, so. Like Aaron said, definitely go out and support those guys. Go listen. To, even if you may not think you may not like like uh, that style of music, go listen to them. You may be surprised at what these guys can do. They're they're all really talented. They're all really good. Uh, so go out and give them a follow. Listen, see what they got going on. Well, it's like I tell it's like I tell just about everybody that uh, that we um, ask to put their music on our podcast. We're not just choosing these guys. Um, offhand you know willy-nilly however you want to put it it's you know i I like the message that they're that they're doing this is it's uh, it's all christian music the message that they've got going on 
Um, so listen to their lyrics, listen to, the, there's always a story behind uh, most of these guys. If you listen to any Zach Tindall's, he's, uh, he's going to be on soon. He's got a story for his upcoming um, that he wants to get on here and talk about. And we welcome that. That's why we have these new artists on here. There's a story behind what these guys are writing and uh, putting through the song. And we're all here to accomplish the same goal. Mm-hmm. We're all here to try and show Jesus in, in all these different ways. So check them out. Yep. Most definitely. So, all right. Thanks. Thanks guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time on Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Bye. See you later. Hey, guys, and thank you for listening to Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. Give us a good rating on iTunes, good review, leave us five stars, and follow us on YouTube. Click that subscription bell. Keep up to date with the newest episodes. And don't forget to follow us on other social media outlets such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to email us at undauntedpursuit at gmail.com and go to our website at undauntedpursuit.podbean.com. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, go to Patreon, follow us on Patreon, subscribe to our channel there. There's a small tier for donations. Any help, any support, this podcast is made possible by you, the patron. We thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. It's faith in the Son of God that brings a change in us. The only thing we have to do is accept this gift of love. Repent from our way of life. The Father's will be done. It all comes down to faith, hope, and love. To do what is right in His eyes is better than sacrifice. A haughty eyes and a proud heart are evil in His sight. Everything we do mirrors what's inside. Reflection of who's we are shows up in our lives. It's faith in the Son of God.